Welcome to Paul's Podcast, Knowing God's Heartbeat, where we talk about questions, concerns, anything about life and faith. I am Justin, one of the young adults leaders um, here at the Gathering Church, um, and we are going to talk about what does it mean to know God's heartbeat. Okay, and then you guys can just introduce yourselves. Okay, uh, I'm Jeff Tao. I am also one of the coordinators of the young adults group. Um, yeah. yeah, PhD student, uh, millennial at heart. Um, nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm Colton Malang. Um, I'm also a young adults coordinator here at the gathering, and. Um, I'm also a Bible college student, so I am. And I'm also a millennial. (laughs) Yeah, millennials. Millennials! Alright, so, um, we are from YAY, the Young Adults Group here at The Gathering. Um, stands for Young Adults and Everyone Else. Um, we are a church located in the Southwest Community of Edmonton. Um, and we are part of a group of 19 years old to 30 years old of beautiful, amazing, and genuine brothers and sisters in Christ. We could, I guess we could start off with the question, um, right away, right off the bat is why start a podcast for young adults? <clears throat> oh, <laughs> So yeah, why start a podcast for the young adults? I think, well, podcast as in like Christian podcasts where we discuss Christian topics. I think a lot of the time um, these discussions can be hidden in the dark or hidden, usually discussed between people. It's... um, I think it can be agreed that the church is perhaps more persecuted than ever, even though we get to enjoy so much more freedom than other nations. Still, we, we still feel that persecution that if we, um, if we discuss certain topics, Christian topics, especially we'll get those glares. We'll we'll suddenly, uh, people will look at us in a different way. So I think these discussions, um, or this podcast will allow people to comfortably talk about important Christian topics together and not keep them in the dark. It's a very dragged out answer, but uh, it's trying to cover for the (laughs) fallen poster. Why Pulse? Why Pulse? (laughs) Stop! Nah. Because... Pulse is like, it's like a heartbeat, right? It, it's, it's the, it, it's what keeps us alive, essentially. And um, to know God's heartbeat is, is to hear that pulse, hear that, like, that beating of God's heart. And um, I guess that's why we chose Pulse um, as our name. Yeah, I think, um, well, allude to it, um later I, I remember Justin was talking about how you um, <clears throat> how you have to protect your heart because from all 
things flow from your heart. So um, I think that heartbeat, so long as it's aligned with God's heartbeat, then um, we can trust that it's true, it's um, perfect, it's good. Um, but otherwise, it's how do you how do you even know you know how 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 you're living in this world without um, God, especially as a Christian? So. So why do you think? I guess you kind of alluded and talked about it. Like why? Why is it so important for Christians to know God's heartbeat? Like why is that? such a vital thing. I think nowadays we have our own definition of what it means to be a Christian, whether it be going to church on Sunday and just attending um, just for the the attendance or, or going out just for like, just because it's like a family thing or a cultural thing. And to know God's heartbeat is to be able to, um, to essentially take independence and um, take steps towards that relationship between you and God and, and the relationship that um, is there be, not because of your parents, not because you were born into it, not because of your culture or whatever church you go to, but because of your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it makes me think too, yeah, when we get growing up, we can get swayed into traditions, right? Going to church on Sundays or or praying the prayer before dinner time. And sometimes that becomes habit rather than true, right? Mm-hmm. We, we start to think, why do we do this? Uh, it starts to lose meaning, right? That's why I think it's so important to uh, stay in tune with his heartbeat, what is real, what is living, what is true, right? Um, because it's so easy to be a Christian, but be essentially a dead Christian with no heartbeat, right? if we're so caught up with these habits and, and start to lose meaning in them. So what do you guys think of Proverbs four twenty three? Um, NIV, it says above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Would you say that that is kind of the podcast theme verse or maybe even just our life verse as Christians? Yeah, I'd say um, certainly an aspect because, yeah, I guess we in this podcast, we want to deal a lot about God's heart because, um, well, first, I I guess answering the previous question, too, if we're not listening to God's heartbeat, then whose heartbeat are we listening to? Um, It's so dangerous to actually listen to anything but his heartbeat, because if he's good, that makes everything else bad or evil, um, then then it's so easy to stray off the good path, right? Um, so I think that also ties into guarding your heart, uh, guarding your heart, guarding guarding that heart that Jesus is molding in you, that uh, the Spirit is living inside. Uh, because I mean, it's very easy, especially in today's world, to be swept up with depression with spiritual warfare and to to let that heart die and disintegrate and not beat so i think i think that's really um an important verse to guard your heart um 
it, it starts to make me think about different things that attack us these days, you know. Uh, you just flip on the news, you, you walk into, um, onto campus, and, and you'll see a lot, a lot has changed, and uh, a lot um, goes against what the Bible says, but... Anything to add, Cole? No. <laughs> um, so I'll take a quick break, I guess. Um, sure. Yeah, that's already good. So we're back. Um, moving on to second topic or second question. What are some examples in the Bible where people knew or heard God's heartbeat. Essentially, they were just so aligned with God's heart. And you just read it in the Bible, and you read it, and you're like, whoa, that's awesome. I want that. What are some examples that come to mind for you guys? Um, for me, I would say David. Um, yes, he's the man after God's own heart, but um, just knowing his story of how he goes from, um, yeah, just the humble beginnings to king to um, adulterer, murderer, and then he goes back to God after that, and, and that's where he gets the title of man after God's own heart. And that's an example of someone who's just he, he had many flaws and yet God is the one who calls him a man after his own heart so it's super encouraging to hear and, and to read uh, through David's story I'm flipping back to our conversation just, <laughs> I'm not just being a millennial looking at my phone while we're in conversation <laughs> But yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, I, I do like David's story for sure. And um, uh, we just went through um, that psalm where he said, um, right after he um, committed adultery with Bathsheba, he um, prayed to God, cried out to him and said, you just desire a broken and contrite heart. Uh, that really stood out to me. He really knew God that he didn't desire sacrifices. He just desired that humble, um, honest spirit that approached him before his throne. And that's the, uh, David did a lot of that. So I, I really, yeah, from David, I think um, that aspect of humbling yourself, despite being a king, he still knew he wasn't the king. He still knew he was under God and he was... Um, subject to his um, majesty, subject to his will, and yeah, so very in tune with his heartbeat. Uh, the the um, example that I liked in the Bible about, I mean, there's so many, but uh, and they're all amazing actually because man, out of like the millions of people. Only these select few were chosen to be written in the Bible, right? So they're all really amazing how God spoke to each one of them. The one that I like is Moses, where um, he he essentially is able to walk into t- 
intense with God and to have conversations with him face to face. And people all just stood from afar to watch this all happen. Um, not, yeah, I mean, and one of the conversations they had was this in Exodus 33, 12 to 16. Uh, Moses said to the Lord, see you say to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me now your ways, that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. And he said, uh, and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And he said to him, so Moses, to God, if your presence will not go with me, do not bring us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have uh, found favor in your sight? I and your people, it is not in your going with us so that we are distinct, I and your people, from every other people on the face of the earth. And it's cool because here you have Moses um, exclaiming God's promises, saying, this is who you say you are. You said we are your chosen people. You said you would bring us out and deliver us. If you don't go before us, like, we lose our, our identity. Isn't it because of you that makes us different from everyone, that makes us special? If you don't go with us, we're better off dead. We're better off, you know, still in Egypt, right? Um, so, and then God says, okay, I will go with you. My presence is with you. So I think I really like how um, Moses just stood steadfast to who God said he was, kept listening to his heartbeat. Hey, this is what you said. I'm listening to you. And then God is then, and then then Moses then waits for his response. And God responds um, by acting on his promises. Yeah, so I think that's really cool. What, What is God doing? Or who does God say he is? And how are we listening to that? How are we acknowledging him in what he says? If he says, don't be anxious because I'm mighty, but we're so anxious about the future like I was this past, I don't know, a couple weeks and months, then am I claiming onto who he is? Am I listening to his heart? Uh, Maybe that's why I feel like he can be distant sometimes because I'm not claiming who he says he is. Um, Yeah. Anything to add? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I guess like we could all be so like, just so busy and we can be so concentrated and caught up with um, all the noise in the background of life. Mm-hmm. And especially like right now, you can hear the kids in the background. And but it, you need to. Yeah, you need to cling on to what God had said mm-hmm. and what he does say on a daily basis, um, every moment, you know, mm-hmm. um, like, yeah, he says, you know, um, do not be anxious, but come to me and just like, give, give me all your words. Seek me, seek my kingdom, seek my righteousness. Right. Yeah. And he says all those things and we just need to listen. Mm-hmm. And that, that makes me think how, um, you know, Moses said, if you don't go before me, then who am I? 
he doesn't know like who they are and, and it makes me think um like when we before we set off in our day yeah are we seeking his righteousness are we praying to god go before me make my path straight or, or are we thinking, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to take hold of my life in this aspect. I'm anxious about that. You know, it's so easy to automatically just wake up and think um, about our own heartbeat. You know, oh, what's going to keep my heartbeat alive? What's going to keep me throughout the day, you know, alive, healthy and well, mentally well, you know, happy. Um, but I think Moses has it here. Um, if you're not striving to be in step with God's heartbeat, then who are we? <laughs> cool. This is just a, I guess the last question for the both of you is if knowing, you know, God's heartbeat is that important. And we talked about that. How can I, as an adult, as a young adult, um, but even just as a believer and a follower of Christ, how can I practically be in tune with God? How can I practically, you know, listen? What are some ways or what are some things that I can do for those that might be struggling? You know, you know, people say, like, how can I have that desire? You know, mm-hmm. you can't just say, you know, you just got to you just got to want it. You just got to open your Bible and pray more, go worship more. But how can I practically do that? Hmm. That might be a hard question. What do you think? I don't know, maybe you can answer. I this. have an answer, but I want to... Okay. <laughs> um, there's no, like, I'd say, yeah, there's no, like, uh, perfect way to 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 fully like know God's heartbeat and there's no like cookie cutter example that any of us can give and, and you can apply to your life and it'll work for you immediately um, but with that being said um, there there has to be a, a posture of humility a posture of realization that um, we ourselves are not are we're just sinful and and we're not going to want to align our hearts to God, and we're not going to um, necessarily want to do what He says. But um, we have to pray about it. We have to uh, come to God with a posture of humility in prayer, asking Him to align my heart with Yours, um, help my unbelief, um, and and to be able to just understand him more and more. And it's not just one prayer that you pray. It's a constant every day coming to him with, um, an open heart and open mind to, to just say, Hey God, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to listen. Guide me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I can agree with, um, there is no like perfect answer. The only perfect answer is what God tells you, right? his, his word um, to you. And that could be through his scriptures or a lot of the time through prayer. And sometimes for me, <laughs> sometimes for me, um, the 
answer is um, like the answer to what should you do is to do nothing where you just listen um, to what God has in store for you, whether it's through fasting, through serious seeking of him or, um, but yeah, he, he's the source of answers. Uh, some, a lot of the time I think we can um, try to look for the perfect sermon, try to look for the perfect verse even, but even in all that, we forget to go to God and pray to him and be in a relationship with him. Um, Cause it's he who has all the answers. Yeah. Yeah, I think like that. That's just the biggest thing is just to have that um, humility, and just knowing that in my imperfections, in my my weakness, and like incapability, I guess, is knowing that there is someone greater um, than all of that. That there is someone bigger um, that can. Um, make me capable Mm -hmm. right Um, that enables me to do what I need to do Um, I think yeah humility and just I guess submission and just surrender knowing that I can't do anything and everything just on my own Mm -hmm. because I constantly fail like we constantly fail Mm -hmm. as not even just Christians but just as humans Mm -hmm. right and it's so important in those failures you're still coming to God right because how do you hear someone's heartbeat? You, you know, come in real close to them. You hug them, right? Put your ear to their chest. If, um, and, and because of what Jesus did, no sin is able to cut that mm-hmm. between us and, uh, and God, right? Because Jesus bridged the way. Um, so, so we still have that opportunity to repent so long as Jesus is risen. And he is. Uh, so I, I think a lot of the times, uh, especially young guys like us, young girls too, um, we can get so caught up in like, how do I listen to God's heartbeat? I feel so distant. It's been so long. It's been, I've just lived like this, you know, livelihood of sin and just so, so many bad habits and, mm-hmm. um, man, God, God gives you a second chance. Don't, don't ever try to, you know, underestimate his grace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it reminds me of David, um, how he came saying, you desire broken and contrite spirit. Um, yeah, he sinned real bad. He was punished for it, but God still let him come close, right? So long as his spirit was humble and um, genuine, despite broken. Yeah. yeah. I guess just to culminate all that we talked about like you know apart from him we are nothing and that's from john 15 5 um and i be at it says i am the vine you are the branches if you remain in me and i in you you will bear much fruit and apart from me you can do nothing i think that is so important like we need to be connected to the vine and that is jesus right apart from me you can do nothing um so yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add. Um, but yeah, is here for. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're almost done. Um, so pretty much, we talked about like pulse. We talked about hearing God's heartbeat, and we talked about you know why that is important for us as Christians. 
um, as believers to be aligned and to just be able to be in tune with him. Um, do you guys have any last remarks uh, with that? We'll see where God takes us. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nothing really. Yeah. Right. Well, we don't want to drag this on too long. Um, but yeah, Jeff, Cole, do you guys want to um, thank everyone for even maybe, hopefully they listen to this <laughs> podcast. Um, we'll try and upload, I guess, twice a month. Um, and maybe we'll talk about or how to actually will go more in depth of hearing God's heart. Yeah. Um, maybe something interesting too, if there's people listening, like we, we, we created Pulse Podcast to broaden the discussion, not just keep it within ourselves. So, I mean, if you um, want to comment or even throw us a message about a cool discussion topic that is striking you and your friends or your church or something that's hot out there, uh, It'd be super cool to discuss it here too. Maybe have you as a guest. <laughs> yeah, let us know. This is pretty, pretty rough. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just three guys in a portable <laughs> office, uh, yeah. wanting to talk about God. So, <laughs> by no means like are experts or like mm-hmm. have vast knowledge of like anything, but like, yeah, we 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 do this with like the very limited knowledge that we have and try to do it humbly so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah by no means we are not scholars or like uh claim to be like all-knowing when it comes to like or to have like even a slight um huge indication of knowledge when it comes to the bible but yeah we're just a few guys who just enjoy talking about god and if we if we say anything that is incorrect or, or needs to be rebuked then yeah feel free to like message us or let us know um and we'll gladly address it um yeah cool. yeah all right so thanks for listening for listening to the first episode of paul's podcast <laughs> boom, boom. That's it.